Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are on episode 41. We're back after a long break. <laughs> we do take long breaks. but <laughs> Mostly they're unintentional. And then they kind of roll into the holidays. We're like, oh, well, we're on a break. <laughs> episode 41. That's legit. That's a big number. Oh, yeah. We've been doing this for two and a half years. <laughs> One and a half years. What's so funny? <laughs> that we only have 41 episodes in like two years. Uh, it's just the right amount. You're right. It's just the right amount. I like that. Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy holidays. Year. Happy New Year. We had a good Christmas. We did. Last Christmas, um, we had to start over after <laughs> a few minutes because one of our children started to cry about their present that Santa had brought them. This Christmas morning, we had no tears, so we called that a win. Nothing upsets me more than tears about gifts. <laughs> I know. Like, two minutes ago, you had nothing. <laughs> and now you have something. So you cannot cry. This year, Santa brought everyone the exact same gift. And I think that's probably <laughs> good, good. Good call, Santa. You should probably do that. It was uh, a good move this at this stage in their lives. Mm-hmm. This one child in particular, they... To their credit, they are young because all of our kids are young. But they told me the night before, they said, it's just so hard because when I see everybody else open their presents, I just get so jealous. It's like, that's pretty perceptive for a little kid. Um, but that particular child did very good. We talked about how you can be happy for your siblings. And they did very good. So That's a lifelong lesson you have to learn. I still feel jealous. <laughs> you know, sometimes when people... Get things or do things, that's a lifelong struggle. So good for her that she's recognizing it already. He, that person, that gender neutral child, you said a gender. <laughs> we have three hers, so. Yeah, it was Lucy. <laughs> it's Lucy. Those 10 month olds. <laughs> so jealous. Well, now that it's the new year, I think this is our first year that we picked a family word of the year. I don't know if any of you guys do that, but I've done that personally where I've kind of picked a word kind of as my theme for the year and had um, goals about how I wanted to fulfill that word. And this year we decided on a family word. Yep. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it. <laughs> I was saying like, you know, getting Your you up. setting here, me up. Yeah, here you go, Alex. You say it. And the word is mindful. <laughs> Our word is Mindful. We feel like this year is the first time in our lives that we are going to be coming out of, or I guess our married lives, we're going to be coming out of survival mode, where we are planning to have no more babies, we're not planning to move or change jobs, this will be the first year that none of one of those three has happened. And so we were like, okay, we're, we're getting some stability, it's time to kind of think about how we want to raise our family because we haven't really thought <laughs> We've thought just been it. winging it. <laughs> we have. When you're so exhausted, that's all you can do. 
That's not true. We do this podcast in part so that it forces us to think about it. That's true. But day-to-day, in practice, a lot of winging it going on. So if you have a word for your family, we'd love to hear it. You can um, let us know on Instagram. We'd like to know what your word is for the year. Give us some ideas for next year. Word world, word world. (laughs) That's from Between the Lines, classic PBS show from our childhood. Oh, there's a show called Word World. I thought you were referring to that one. They are referring to that one. Oh, okay. Good to know. So uh, our parenting in real life moment was, and this isn't just one moment because it's happened several times now, but Jack is a passy addict. And so we've weaned him. He's three years old, so he's good and weaned. But he still craves it. And so one time, uh, I think you were putting him to bed? Or was this me? I think it was you. I don't remember this. Oh, check me out. (laughs) So I put him to bed, but forgot to, we usually lock him in his room while he's falling asleep. And then we unlock it. But while he's falling asleep. We have to lock it. You have to lock it or you have to sit there and hold it. So we just let the door do it. Yeah, they won't stay in the rooms if you don't. And then he usually falls asleep, but I forgot to lock it and he didn't fall asleep. Snuck out, snuck into Lucy's crib. Was she asleep? Was she not asleep? I don't think she was. No. So she had three passies around his her room and I came in and found Jack with all three pacifiers. One in the mouth, both hands. And he was in his happy place. <laughs> Kid looks set. Good to go. We have pictures of Jack where he has like three pacifiers shoved in his mouth. You know, like, or like one in, and he would, for a long time, he had one in his mouth and one in each hand. He had to have three at all times. I don't know what it is, but some security thing, like he needed to have three pacifiers. I'm sure we've psychologically damaged him for life. Because <laughs> no kid should that. be this addicted to pacifiers, but whoops. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, I looked up some articles about how to wean your child um, from bad habits, uh, specifically pacifiers, because that is what we were and still kind of are dealing with. Um, Jack has done tons better. Uh, Sometimes he'll find pacifiers and he'll suck on them. And sometimes he'll hand it to me. So we're in this like almost there time. So the first part of the article is talked about when and why that you should wean your child from pacifier. Um, You need to time it right because pacifiers actually help prevent SIDS. Um, And so it's good to give your baby a pacifier. Uh, So wait. Yeah. I've heard that. You didn't know that they help prevent SIDS? No. Oh, it does. I don't know. I think something about, I don't know. I don't know how SIDS works, but something about the sucking and stuff, it keeps... Keep them alert, I guess. But anyway, um, so wait until at least six months old before you try to wean them from a pacifier. So if you don't like it, then wait until they're six months old. And also don't try to wean your kids off a pacifier during a major life event, (laughs) which is kind of what we did. (laughs) Like starting a new daycare or a household move or, you know, when they need that extra soothing, allow them to have their pacifiers. That maybe that's part of the problem. We kind of weaned Jack from his pacifier when we moved because we just kind of forgot to give him a pacifier here and there, and he kind of forgot about it. So we're just like, "Oh, sweet, let's wean him." But it was like during the chaos of living with our parents for a while, and then trying to move into our 
house and stuff. Well, so I don't know. Not great. The second tip is you must do it before the age of two. We also didn't do that. Whoops. <laughs> we did that with Chloe. So maybe that's why she did so great. Yeah. So it says before the age of two, your baby won't suffer any long-term damage to their teeth. Any problems that do develop before that time will likely self-correct within six months of kicking the pacifier habit. Um, Jack had some of that. His teeth luckily came back, but he had a weird underbite teeth thing well, going. Well, the pacifier was pushing his top teeth out. And so when he would bite down, his teeth didn't touch. You know, like, yeah, they're supposed to overlap when you bite down. His wouldn't do that. And so when we weaned him from the pacifier, um, with yeah, within just a few months, like even you could tell in a few weeks, like his teeth started to go back and now it's tons better. So it will go back as long as you don't. This is before age two, but he was two and a half, we almost got, three. We were rolling the dice. So I think more like before, because Cammie was the same. She was almost three, mm-hmm. but we finally weaned her and her teeth were fine. So I would say like three, make sure by three, they don't have fast friend anymore. If you don't want. Another reason to do this is when they look back at old pictures, they're going to feel embarrassed when they have teenage (laughs) pictures sucking a passy. So that's what it's like whenever I see Cammie's passy pictures. She's like sitting in kindergarten class with her pacifier in her mouth. So old. (laughs) That's true. Um, Here's an interesting fact. Recent studies have linked pacifiers with a three times higher risk for ear infections, what? which ironically enough, our only child who didn't take pacifiers, Nathan, was our only kid who had tubes in his ears because of his ear infections. But he wouldn't take a pacifier, I think, because he had a because stuffy nose. Yeah, he had a stuffy nose most of his first year of life and always had ear infections. So he didn't take a pacifier, but he's the only one that had tubes in our ears, in his ears. None of our other kids have, and they've all taken pacifiers, so... Kid was an ENT's dream. Always had issues with his ears, nose, and throat. (laughs) But once we did tubes in his ears, he was totally fine. So if you're at that point where your kid needs tubes in their ears, I say do it. Worked for our kid. (laughs) Anecdotal evidence is the best kind of evidence. (laughs) Number four, differing opinions. Uh, So the jury is out on this. Some doctors say that kids don't need to suck on things past the age of one. Others say it's okay to make pacifiers the last thing to go. Um, once baby is weaned and potty trained, then focus on stopping the pacifier. Potty trained. Potty trained. We don't potty train. Until Jack is still not potty trained. <laughs> five or six. No, we don't wait that long, but we definitely wait longer for our boys. More like three. I think Nathan was even three and a half. I'm a believer of like, don't fight that battle too soon. Like they have to kind of potty training. Yeah. They have to go along with you. And Jack's there. We I really just, should. Yeah. I just need to commit. I think that's the problem. I just Somebody need to be needs like to pony up and get her done. <laughs> well, <laughs> we had a baby and we moved and <laughs> things went crazy. <laughs> Six months ago. Four months ago, we moved into our house. And then it's the holidays and Christmas and you know, Lucy yeah. still wakes up in the middle of the night. You're always right. <laughs> Thank you. We'll do it soon. It's time. Uh, so, yeah. Eventually, you just got to do cold turkey. And it's a rough couple days, as was everything. <laughs> Everything's going to no, be rough. <laughs> no phase in childhood goes quietly. So just man up, woman up, mom up. Is there a good gender neutral term for 
toughen up. Just <laughs> go all in. There you go. And then the last point is what happens if the attachment doesn't end? Like what if you just, I don't know, can't, they need something. So it's just a question we're throwing out to the void. No, I think this, we have this. <laughs> I think this was actually in the article. I'm pretty sure. Um, but they said I'll offer alternative comforts, blankets or a snuggly stuffed animal. Um, you know, like Jack, he just likes chewing on things like, and so that's how he used his pacifier. He would just kind of gnaw on it, right? And so now he just gnaws on other things. <laughs> Mostly his siblings. He's done really good at not biting lately. He bit me today. Okay. So maybe he's not <laughs> perfect at it, but he's doing better. So sometimes I work out um, with some ladies at the church, at our church, and they have a workout planned every uh, Monday through Friday. And Jack had never bit anyone I had been going for a few months. And then one day, I don't know what it was like. He was tired and grumpy and him and this other kid started fighting over his toy and he'd full on bit his face. It was so bad. I was so embarrassed and I felt so awful. I'm like, Oh, he hasn't bitten anyone for months. I thought we were like past this, but the poor kid had like, you know, the ring of teeth on his face. And that lady, that was the first time she had come and I felt so awful. I haven't seen her since. I'm like, please don't not come because my kid, he usually doesn't bite. She's like, no, I think it's okay. You know, she's really nice about it, but she doesn't come back. <laughs> Turd. Uh, um, I liked at the end of this article, someone made a comment that I wanted to share. It said, the problem with this plan is when baby number two comes along, when baby number one is 20 months, you can try to explain all you want, but the bottom line is that the older baby may steal the new baby's binky constantly. Yes, this is exactly what happened with Cammie and Chloe and with Jack. That's why we waited till after Lucy was born to try to wean Jack. Cause I knew it was going to be a problem when Lucy was born. Still, still a little bit of an issue. <laughs> I think it's interesting about our kids who do like pacifiers the most is that they kind of like, we just said they really like to chew on things. Um, I think gum kind of helps. Cammie would chew on paper all the time. And still does. Still does. Apparently, Chloe, like, she's the one who didn't like passwords, but she chewed on our blinds. Like, she's, there's teeth marks in our blinds now because she just decided to chew on them. You really should make stress balls for your mouth. That's a good idea. Just sitting gnawing it. <laughs> I've tried giving Jack, like, Lucy's, you know, baby chew toys for teething and stuff. And I don't know. I don't think he found as much satisfaction in that. Definitely, in our experience, hang in there. Some kids are going to be a lot easier than others. Some are just going to be a pain in the rear. <laughs> um, but eventually, they'll get it. When in doubt, they won't be doing this by the time they get into kindergarten. So, I definitely think that earlier is better. Yeah, I think so, too. It's one of those things where it's so hard to give up because it's such a lifeline. But then it becomes a problem, and it, it's a thing that you'll deal with forever and ever if you don't just cut it. Yep. Lucy is approaching her first birthday in just two months. So probably in the next few months, we'll need to wean her so we can just be done with pacifiers. <laughs> I think you need to wean her from you. And so I think it's nice to have something I could see like at 18 months. Yeah. Right when she's going to start being a terror anyway. <laughs> I mean, 
as well. Either way. <laughs> put fuel on that fire. Um, but yeah, certainly the before two tip is for real. Mm-hmm. Um, so to wrap up, time it right, somewhere between six months, but before two years, having a pacifier increases the risk of ear infections. So if you're having a bad day with pacifier waning, think of that. <laughs> And there's lots of different um, opinions and ways to do it. Um, we talked about making them appealing, giving them away, binky fairies, cold turkey, um, and giving them alternatives. So lots of different options, lots of good stuff out there. We'll post the links to these articles. Um, but if you're getting ready to do this, good luck and hope it isn't awful. <laughs> and hope you don't have another child using a pacifier because it'll be awful. <laughs> then it will be awful. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can follow us on Instagram at PIRL Podcast or Lorkeet Sisters. Yes, I changed my Instagram handle again. All the time. <laughs> I've changed it like three or four times since we've done this podcast, but. I'm not going to spell it every time. I'll spell it this time. It's Lorkeet, like the bird, L-O-R-I-K-E-E-T, sisters. Um, so I changed my... Sisters with Zs. No Zs. Z-I-Z-T-E-R. No Zs. All Ss. <laughs> I decided to add my sister onto my uh, Instagram handle, so it couldn't be my name, because now it's two of us, so the two of us are doing it together. It's just, you know, an ever-changing thing for me, you know, what the new thing I want to be doing, because I can't make up my mind and... Don't judge. Keep trying new stuff. <laughs> you can also tweet me. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner One. Or you can email us at parentingreallifepodcast at gmail.com. Does that email even work? Does it go to your email? Hope so. <laughs> we think it works. You can email us. But probably social media is better. You can also find us on Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash P-I-R-L. And you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to give us rating. I haven't checked it in a while. But I need to go look back and look. But if you like our podcast, please give us a rating so that helps other people find us too. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids. Stop.